When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Now, here's Chris Plank. A victory Sunday. Welcome into the Sunday Sound Bites here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. Oklahoma, 9-0 on the season. A thorough and complete dismantling of Texas Tech on a beautiful Saturday afternoon inside Gaylord Family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. The final score, 52-21. to 21. The numbers, 402 passing yards for Caleb Williams. Six touchdown passes through those six touchdown passes to five different receivers, including two to Marvin Mims, who had four catches for 135 yards. Mario Williams, over 100 yards receiving. And on a day when we thought the ground game would dominate with Tech's struggles in stopping the run, the Sooners opened it up, aired it out, and pulled away for the 52-21 win heading in to the bye week. So, let's get after it on the Sunday Sound Bites. Here's Lincoln Riley's post-game meeting with the media. Uh, fantastic team win. Just a complete, a complete performance all the way around. Offense, defense, special teams. Uh, huge contributions from everybody. 
Uh, yeah, I really loved the week of preparation. I felt guys did a really good job carrying it over from from practice field to to the game field. Made some, I think, big improvements. Um, obviously, a, a, a kind of a boost there of getting several key guys back, um, and and you combine that with a great week. I thought the guys mentally were just in a really really good place coming into this one. I I, I, I felt. Just coming in, you, you, I don't know, sometimes you just kind of get these, not hunches, but just around your team enough, you can kind of feel. I, I felt like we were getting ready to play well. I really did. Just, and again, nothing magical, just the, the credit to the guys on the way they competed this week in practice. Um, just really, I, I think, took that to another level and it showed. So, um, proud of the win, uh, proud of the way we played. Uh, we'll get on here the bye week, get some work done. Get a couple guys back healthy. Get a, you know, hopefully a couple more key contributors back here pretty quick, and uh, get ready for our favorite month of the year. Okay, let's start with Ryan Aber. Yeah, Lincoln. Wanted to start off asking about the Caleb Williams day. What progress did you see from him both in this week of, of preparation leading up to this game and today when it comes to, to leadership, decision making? Uh, the, the the things that you mentioned the other day, as far as areas that uh, you know he needed to take steps forward, and it seemed like he had perhaps his best game. Yeah, he you know he settled in um, and did some good things. He wasn't uh, you know didn't have a great first series. Was just a little antsy, missed a couple of throws, um, and then. But I, I thought he had a really clear mind the entire way, and uh, obviously settled in there quickly. Um, you know, did a really nice job. Uh, of, of things inside the pocket and obviously made some, some key plays out of it. And uh, so no, I thought his, his patience was good. Um, I thought we operated a little bit more efficiently uh, with, with him in, which was a big goal. There's just not to get into all the little details here, but there's just been some small things here and there that, that have held us back that from an operational standpoint that we needed to clean up. And I thought we were much cleaner there. So no, he did. He played well, saw it uh, really did a good job settling in after the first series and, and played at a high level. John Shin. Yeah, Lincoln, I, w I was wondering what what brought about the change of moving key to cornerback and how much do you think that helped your defense today? You know, he made some plays. He did. He made some real competitive plays. And, you know, he's got great, great length. Um, he had some experience uh, playing corner um, at his previous school. And, and uh, so, yeah, we've just kind of been, you know, trying to, Trying to find that right combination in the secondary. You know, we've been, you know, we've obviously tried a few guys at different positions. Some of it uh, performance based. Some of it, obviously, you know, with that position group and how hard we've been hit on the injury front. Um, again, just been trying to find that right combination each and every week. And so, uh, he did a nice job out there, uh, and he still gives us the ability to play some safety too, which is great. And uh, you know, especially the the ones that really showed up to me. You know, with him or the the physicality, and then you know, just even the competitive balls, his length, his his strength comes into play because he had a couple, you know, that were competitive that he rips out of there, and uh, that's that's one of the advantages a guy like that gives you. So, um, I thought he I thought he had a nice first game there. Cliff Brunt. Yeah, uh, coach, was the plan to kind of ride Caleb's arm going into this game, or? was, I guess, the decision to do that kind of based on what Tech gave you? Uh, just a little bit how it evolved. I mean, no, I wouldn't say we had really any more throws or anything like that in a game plan than what we typically do. It just it just evolved that way. I mean, they were they were pretty aggressive in the run game. Um, 
you know, there were still some opportunities that I felt like we had in the run game that, that felt like that we, you know, could have and, and, and should have made. Um, but, you know, it ended up just because all the, you know, there's quite a few explosive passing plays and that combined with, you know, some of the turnovers and the great field position we had. I mean, they're just, there wasn't a lot of long plays. I mean, even that, I mean, we had a decent amount of series. I mean, we only had 55 plays, you know, so it was, um, some of the big plays got us down there, and, and then the running game settled in a little bit. We were better, certainly better, a little bit cleaner there in the second half. Um, had to adjust a couple of things, and uh, but yeah, so that's kind of how it evolved. We've we've shown that we can be a team that can run it, you know, pretty well, and and you know today was one of our better games, obviously throwing the football. Jesse Crittenden. Hey Lincoln, I, I just wanted to ask you about the start you guys got off to. You uh, kind of talked about needing to get off to a faster start. Uh, than you have in previous weeks. Your defense came out and got a, a three and out to start the game. You guys led after the first quarter. Just how big was that for you guys, and how much was of an emphasis was that this week? Yeah, well, it was an emphasis, but you know, I've, I think I've said this in the past. You got to be careful about that because what you don't want is you emphasize it all week, and then if it doesn't happen, you don't want the attitude or, or the mentality to be like, well, we we failed on that. You know, they still got the rest of the game to go. So it's we we certainly wanted to start fast we talked about it but at the end of the day we knew we had to play four quarters and that would be a, a big shot in the arm to, to getting off to that good start and being able to do that so um now it did defensively obviously getting the, the stops there early were big um we didn't take advantage of the first one offensively but then got on a good run after that and and uh yeah it was just a it was just a really good clean start and uh, obviously when you do that at home uh you get your crowd involved uh, good energy there. Thought the crowd, you know, was 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 fantastic and uh, really responded to the way the guys played. Appreciate it, Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Barry Trammell. Yeah, Lincoln. Uh, looked like your defense really got with it in terms of pressuring the ball. You got three turnovers. Isaiah had a monster game, two tips and yep. a strip sack. Just. Tell us what, what seemed to be going well for that defense in terms of just being pretty ball hungry today. Yeah, no, we played. I thought we were just more aggressive. Um, and that was something we talked about really with just with the whole team, you know, that we've got to let loose. We've got to go play. We can't We can't play to not make mistakes. We've got to play to make plays. And uh, I know that sounds simple, you know, maybe to the to the casual outside fan, but it's it's – you know, when you have all these responsibilities on you, you know, sometimes you can get so hampered down with that that you get too worried about just not messing up as opposed to doing your job and making a play uh, to make a play. And and we did that defensively. Front was very active, obviously did a good job on their backs, and that was, you know, obviously focused with how good their backs are, and we did a nice job there. Um, you know, we pressured them, even though we didn't, uh, I don't feel like we, we probably sacked them a ton. Uh, we pressured them a lot. We got hands up. We had balls tipped in the air. I thought coverage was was better. I mean, we just we just played better ball. I mean, at the end of the day, we didn't we didn't have the bad penalties. Uh, we tackled better. We got more production out of the front. Better coverage on the back end. Uh, just a more, just a much more complete performance. I mean, that's you know obviously a lot more a lot more in the uh, kind of the realm of how we expect to play. Aaron Eman. Lincoln, Caleb's only played three and a half games. I, I realize this. I'm not putting him on the same level as Baker or Kyler. That that be that would be fool, foolish to do. But I'm, I, I do want to see if you, you'd go with me on this. Does he show you, Caleb, flashes of things in games that a quarterback either has or doesn't? 
kind of like Baker and Tyler would do. If there are other other traits of, of that when you, when you watch Caleb play in games. Um, that's, I mean, I, it's a tough question. I mean, th- there's some things just for him that he does at a young age that are really impressive. Um, you know, he's got a, a good calm demeanor about the game. Um, you know, he's done a good job in scramble situations here early in the season. Um, yeah, he does a good job not getting too high or too low. Uh, so, uh, and, and yeah, no, I think there's a certain, you know, feel that he has on some things that are that are good and and you know i would expect to continue to get better so yeah i'm with that you know i can't i just the situation everything is so so totally different um than with those other guys but uh, just just solely for caleb there's a lot of things as a as a young player uh that he's that he's doing at a high level uh no question about it i mean it's it's impressive to see his poise and the way he approaches it with not having had all the experience in the world. So now there's, there's a lot of positives and a lot to build on. John Hoover. Hey Lincoln, just wondering, uh, looking back at last week, what, what do you think it was that gave you that, that confidence that you mentioned that this was going to be a big week for you guys? It's the way we practice, man. I mean, we, we, uh, give it this, we haven't been a bad practicing team. I don't know if there's been a week where I've left it saying, man, we didn't practice very good, but it just, I don't know. It just felt different this week. It did. the The energy, the the guys, um, just really just competed their tail off. It wasn't a, you know, you get to this end of the season or kind of this. We've talked about like the end of this nine game stretch, and you know, guys tired and blah blah blah. I mean, it did not feel like that. I mean, there was just the energy, the competitiveness on the practice field. Uh, we made a couple adjustments in some of the things we didn't practice, but again, nothing magical there. It was. The, the guys' attitude and mentality towards it. And I think the guys, you know, we we just we had some good conversations this week. We did. And I and I felt like the guys embraced it. They you know, as opposed to, you know, not like trying to ignore the position that we're in right now. I think they embraced that, you know, we've won all of our games. We've put ourselves in a great position. We have not played quite as well all together simultaneously as we can as a team and and that's okay like we got to embrace it and we got to go to work i mean if it's like i told them hell if every time every time somebody counted us out over the the last six years we wouldn't have any of those six ranks i mean we, we get counted out all the time that's, that's just part of it you there's times you don't have your best or you know rumblings on the outside or whatever and you just gotta man you just gotta play you just gotta get better and you just gotta keep going and that that's that's how you get there and so um and the guys, I think the guys just really embraced it. We, we just embraced all the good, all the what needs to get better, like everything about the position we're in right now. It was totally embraced by our players, by the entire program, and we did the things we needed to do this week and then played the way we needed to play today. Thanks, Lincoln. Mm-hmm. James Hale. James, you went back on uh, on mute there. Sorry about that. All good. Uh, Lincoln, wasn't a great day for your offense. Your young quarterback gets six touchdowns. Your other quarterback comes in, looks great, winging the ball around. Darby plays for the first time, makes a big play, and you know Stoops does his deal. I mean, wasn't it? I mean, I just thought it was a pretty special day for some of the individuals and some of the way your offense played. Yeah, you know, it's fun to just see some of the guys make the big plays, you know. I mean, just make make the big plays. We had a lot of guys that got different opportunities. And that, that's been, 
you know, I've been proud of our offensive guys for that, you know, the, the, the year and kind of the way it's played out. And again, even today, it's just 55 snaps. I mean, we, we've, there, there just hasn't been just the, the number of opportunities as what you normally have, you know, nine games in and to our guys credit, we haven't had selfish guys. We haven't had guys that, that, you know, all of a sudden, you know, not practicing hard or getting, you know, get pouty because they want the ball or want chances, this and that. Our guys have just continued to work and really just want to win. And and it's crazy how when you have that attitude, I know we talked about this kind of reference to Hazelwood, you know, a couple of games ago, but there's so many guys offensively right now and the whole team that when your attitude's like that and, and all you care about is the team and you just you just worry about what you can control. It's amazing how you're ready when your time comes and then you're ready to make those plays. And there was a lot of examples, all three sides today of that. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Brandon Drum. Hey, Lincoln. Uh, can you talk about just what DTY and uh, what he brings to the, the, the safety position, whether it's in the run game, the pass game for you guys, that kind of changed some things up for you all. Maybe it's emotionally because it looked like I don't know. With Key Lawrence, even he played with a little bit more emotion. You, you kind of saw it, it was very out there for everybody to see, and it seemed like the defense was doing that as well. Can you talk about that and just kind of what they bring to the table as far as emotional that may have changed from week to week? Sure. Yeah. No. I mean, Devin Delarin back was huge, man. I mean, he's uh, such a key part of our defense um, from leadership, everything that you name: leadership, toughness, experience, playmaking. I mean. He just he's a he's an impact guy for us, and and not having him back is huge. It allows you to obviously play some guys at other positions, um, uh, but no, you could feel the difference. And yeah, and I think Key definitely you know stepped up. I mean, another guy that just played with a lot of attitude and edge, and and uh, so now like like the group that was out there today, they did a nice job. Um, you know, when you're you know when when you've got some of those. You know, a few more bullets in the chamber. It just feels a little bit different. I mean, it just does. And uh, so, guys took advantage of it. Played with an edge. Um, played very locked in, and it showed. Kerry Murdoch. Lincoln, I know you guys have talked a lot about you know practice habits and things like that. How much of an example does that send? The day that Justin Broyles and, and Pat Fields had to maybe younger guys that just kind of think like, you know, I got a lot of talent. I'm going to get out there eventually. Yeah, that's huge, man. I mean, I, especially, you know, I, you know, we've talked a lot about Pat, obviously, and impact he's had here. And, and you know, he's those guys kind of had two different paths. You know, Pat was able to get a lot of opportunities there as a young guy and earn a starting job, you know, a few years back and has played a lot of ball. And he's been a, obviously a, just a really, really important player and member of the program. And But, you know, Brules especially, you know, because Brules is the perfect example of why you don't just pack up and go transfer and why you, the first time you don't get on the field, or maybe the first time you get on the field, then you get pulled, uh, maybe you get beat out, whatever happens, that you just hang in there. And and he has what he's done. He's He is a extremely competitive dude. He has never let the circumstances dictate kind of his attitude, his aggressiveness, his willing to work and do the things outside of outside of here to, to become a really good player. And then along the way, he's, it's just that consistent work has really made him a good player, and it has. And and there's a lot of trust in him. You know what you're going to get every day, and he's just he's making a lot of plays for us, man. So I'm I'm really proud of him. He's a great example for for every young player on our football team right now. Okay, two more. Ryan, Ryan Aber and then Cliff Brunt. Ryan. 
Yeah, Link, I just want to ask you a couple quick things. Uh, one, we saw Robert Conjol out there to start the game at, at center, and then Rame uh, after that. What was behind that? And also, would you uh, think of uh, Spencer's performance when he came in there and the way that his team reacted to him, especially after that touchdown pass? Uh, yeah, Rain pulled a uh, Rain pulled a Kyler. Was a little bit late for our Friday, so uh, we started Conjol, um, and then uh, yeah, Spencer. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he played fantastic and, and, uh, they both did. And, uh, but no, it was good to see the, you know, it was good to see, I mean, I think, you know, I've been saying this all along and I think maybe people on the outside, believe me, don't believe me, whatever. But do you think a team would have reacted that way if all the stuff that people have been reporting on the outside was true? I mean, um, there you go. So, I mean, I, that, that, that narrative needs to end. That narrative's over, and I hope every one of you write it because that, that, that narrative's over. Um, he's been a great team guy. He's worked. He's gotten better. He's taken advantage of the reps. Like I've told you guys, I had no doubt when he gets his next opportunity, he's going to go and play well. And it was good to see him get an opportunity today. And uh, the cool thing is is uh, those two are really happy for each other and uh, have pushed each other, which is, you know, on a, on a great team, that's what you got to have. All right, let's stick on the offensive side of the football. We mentioned in the open the numbers for Marvin Mims' big-time breakout performance for Marvin. Hey, Marvin, congratulations, first of all, man. Thank you. Uh, ask you just a, a little bit about Caleb and just the way he really had command of the offense today, six touchdown passes, uh, freshman record, and, and just – just talk about his game overall. Um, I think today most of the thing was he was just out there, you know, just playing ball. You know, you can kind of tell that the whole offense was kind of clicking today. And was, I think it was the way we prepared for practice this week. But um, as a whole, I mean, Caleb has performed great. You know, he's been thrown into the fire. You know, Oklahoma being a quarterback here isn't easy. I know that for sure. Well, I don't know, but I can assume. But, um, yeah, he's played great. I mean, I'm proud of him. I'm happy for him. And he's, he's going to keep succeeding in life. I want to ask you also, playing – uh, nine straight weeks. How beneficial will this off week be in, in prepping for what will be a tough November of football games? Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. You know, it's bye week. I mean, I'm um, I'm ready for it. You know, we still have a week of practice to go through though. You know, prepare. You know, whatever Coach Riley's drawn up for us. But um, this off week will be good to have off weekend. You know, kind of rest ourselves physically, mentally, all that good stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, championship November. That's what we call it here. We call it that for a reason. I mean, this is where we win championships. So we're ready for it. Marvin, thanks. You have a good weekend, okay? Yes, sir. You too. Jason Kersey, The Athletic. Yeah, Marvin, I just wonder in terms of morale for, for the team, was it important to come out and, and have a, an all-around team-wide victory like this? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, after last week, we kind of had a little self-reflection on ourselves, you know, as a team and just saying what well, we weren't doing right, you know, things that are going wrong, stuff like that. And, um, you know, to come out here and play all four quarters, offense, defense, special teams, I mean, it was huge. You know, you know, on film, there's going to be some mistakes and all that. You know, that's going to happen in football. But um, to play the way we did today, I mean, it's a huge morale boost. Go to Bob Prisbillo. Marvin, how impressive has it been the way that Caleb Babel just spread the ball around? He doesn't lock down on one person doesn't seem like they have a favorite just kind of whoever's open at the moment go uh, go to him I mean yeah it's great I mean he goes through his reads real well um, I'm not sure about his you know out of practice preparation stuff like that but I mean when it comes to game time the dude's ready I mean um he practices well he plays well I mean shows up obviously but yeah I mean to be as young as he is and be able to go out there get through all your reads be comfortable in the pocket break out when you need to throw in the run with amazing accuracy I mean it's it's a pretty cool thing to watch 
especially be a part of. It's fun. Let's go to Justin Martinez, the Oklahoman. Hey, Marvin, appreciate you taking time to talk to us today. I want to ask you about Spencer Rattler, pretty cool moment for him down the stretch there uh, to come in and really take advantage. Just what does that say about him, just his character and as a leader to be able to do that? And what was your message to him after that? Because you're one of those guys who's greeting him on the sideline, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Spence. You know, what he's been going through, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't think a lot of people in this world would know. But, I mean, that dude just took it like a professional. He took it like a champ. He's still there all the time. He's still our team captain, too. I mean, like, he's still doing the regular things that he'd do, even if he wasn't, like, the starting quarterback. You know what I mean? But um, to be able to see him go out there, throw a bomb for a touchdown, Brian Darby with a great catch, I mean, it was it was huge. You know, to be able to see him go out there. Um, the fans cheered him on. I mean, it was it was great. You know, I loved every moment of it. You know, I've been rocking with Spence since last year. You know, he was quarterback. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a great moment. Loved it. Appreciate it. Go to Parker Thune and then Chandler Engelbrad after that. Yeah, Marvin, I want to ask you about a guy that caught his first career touchdown today, Brian Darby. It was a beautiful catch. So what can you say about that moment for him and how excited were you to see him going it was it was great. Yeah, that's probably my favorite play of the game. You know, it would be him with Spence and Darb. But um, honestly, I mean, with me, him, and Drake in the um, inside receivers room, I mean, we work our butts off. You know, Coach Gunny goes over the specific details, not even really much about the assignments and stuff like that. So to be able to see him get a chance to go in there and score his first career touchdown, I mean, that's, that's huge for him. You know, I'm happy for him. That's like my brother. Like, really, he talks to my family all the time. Whenever he leaves, my mom loves him, parents love him. And I'm just, I'm just really happy for him. That is really special to me. Last question of the day goes to Chandler Engelbrecht. Thanks for the honor, Josh. Uh, Marvin, just want to get your thoughts on your defensive play today. Um, arguably, that's probably their best performance this season. What did you see from them out there? Um, you know, they're, they're playing hard. They're playing hard and gritty. You know, we, they did it in practice this week. Um, I don't know much about defense. Uh, it's not really my specialty. But as long as I'm out there getting punt returns, they have to be doing something right. So it was nice. And how about Drake Stoops? Man, Drake Stoops, just so consistent. Finished with three catches for 57 yards. His first touchdown catch of the season. Now, remember, he had the two-point conversion play against Texas, but first TD for Drake Stoops. Hey, Drake, I wonder if you could talk a little bit just about what this win means to the team, coming out and putting on such a complete performance on all sides of the ball. Did, did you guys need need a game like this going into the bye week? I'm muted. Uh my bad. Sorry, I was muted. But uh, yeah, this definitely, and we definitely wanted to play like this, and we want to play like this every week, not just when we have a bye week or when everyone's counting us out. You know, I mean, that's what everyone loves to do. But you know, it felt good to to be clicking on all cylinders like that, and uh, you know, getting takeaways, and then going and capitalizing on those takeaways, scoring points, and then playing good on ST. Just real complimentary football, and you know, that's what we needed, and that's what we did. Thanks, Drake. Eric Bailey, Tulsa World. Drake, I wanted to ask you about just Caleb and the way he was out there, six touchdown passes, five different receivers, just really on point today. Uh, you just can, do you just continue to see him progress as a quarterback and as a leader on this team? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he gets better week by week, you know, and today he obviously played phenomenal. And, yeah, six touchdown passes, that's, a, that's pretty unheard of. So it's really cool to see him keep keep excelling and keep getting better and then, you know, just finding – I mean, he found a bunch of receivers today all over the field all day. So it was really, really good to see him playing like that and, you know, distributing the wealth. Drake, thanks so much. Have a good weekend. Thanks. Justin Martinez, the Oklahoman. 
Hey, Drake, good to talk to you. What I want to ask you on the flip side about Spencer Rattler, a pretty cool moment there for him down the stretch. Just what have you seen out of him these past few weeks, and what does it say about him to come out here and just capitalize on that opportunity? No doubt. You know, it says a lot about him and the, the person that he is, you know, the character that he has, you know. Uh, I think JB said earlier he could have gone one of two ways, and, you know, he's he's taking the route. He's being a great teammate, you know. He's coaching up younger guys, still being the leader that he is. You know, he's one of our team captains, and, you know, it says a lot about his character. I mean, he comes in, and he's still bombing it, just like always. It's not going to change. You know, that's who he is, and do a great ball for a touchdown, and I, I expect him to continue to do that with any opportunity that he has. Appreciate it. Hey, Drake, really appreciate your time today. I kind of wanted to go back to what you said on your first answer. You mentioned your team was firing all, on all cylinders today. When you have a defense that's making or, or forcing turnovers like today, how much of a confidence boost is that to an offense? Uh, I mean, it's awesome. You get a, I think we got the ball out on the 50 or the minus 50, you know, twice. And, you know, that, that puts us in great field position and allows us to go. You know, say we just scored. Well, now we just turn them over on the 50. You know, we score again. That's a 14-point swing just like that. And, you know, you do it twice. That can really change the course of a game. So when they're getting takeaways, it really helps out the offense. It helps it helps out the whole team, you know. Go to Parker Food. Jay, in the three years that you've had a role in this offense, I don't know that we've seen you drop a pass. And you've <laughs> made some really tough catches, including the one today for a touchdown. So, I mean, how much do you take pride in your ability to go up and secure the football no matter where it's thrown? Uh, I mean, I take tremendous pride in just any opportunity I have, whether it's blocking, route running, you know, getting the opportunity to, to catch the ball, which is my personal favorite. But, uh, yeah, I definitely take tremendous pride in that. And whether I might be a little undersized, but if you throw it up there, you know, I'm, I'm going to compete for that and try, try and go up and get it and, you know, finish the catch. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. So there's your offensive perspective. Let's shift to the defensive side of the football. Solid performance from the Sooners defense. Only gave up the one touchdown in the first half. Alex Grinch, a little happier with his team's performance this week. Yeah, Alex, just want to start off with the, the overview. How much better do you feel like uh, your defense played today? How much uh, of a difference do you think those those guys coming back from an injury, injury uh, Turner Yell, uh, DJ, uh, Jalen Redman uh, made in that performance and how much of it was uh, just the rest of the group playing better? Yeah, I, I think it's everything. I, I, I certainly think, you know, I probably saw what you saw in terms of just the overall feel of it. It, it, it felt better. It, it felt like more, more intentional work, um, which, which, which kind of coincided with more intentional work I, I felt over the course of the week in preparation. Um, you know, obviously, there, there's missed opportunities in that, and you're always going to have some, and, and, and those are the ones that are going to frustrate you. Um, there, there's more, there's, there's more better, you know, but there's more better football, you know, on, on display. I think as, as, uh, as I would evaluate in real time, and then you know we'll, we'll we'll attack those those things that we got to get better at. You know, still with opportunities at the catch point. Um, you know, got to be more competitive in those instances. You know, I, I think you know number one, you got to you know make sure that you got guys in position to do that. Um, again, ba based on my vantage point, that that certainly was the case today. Um, still, uh, um, you know, frustrated in in inability in to get more of those on the ground. So, uh, obviously, the you know the work uh, continues. But uh, no, I, I I was pleased with the feel. I was pleased with the uh, some some progress, and we got some some young guys in there at the uh, 
the end. Uh, um, unfortunately, Jordan kind of got banged up, but uh, it was good to get some of those guys in too. John Shin. Yeah, Alex, I wanted to ask you about uh, when did the decision to move Key Lawrence to cornerback come about, and how did that kind of impact the play today? Well, I, I, I think, uh, you know, a couple things. I think, number one, our patience is at zero when, when it comes to, you know, individuals, you know, whether it's from a preparation standpoint, um, not, not attacking the work week, or, or guys from a performance standpoint, um, you know, as, as you go into week nine. And so that would be one. And I think, uh, you know, two or one A on that would be, uh, you know, Keyshawn has, has played, I think, to a level over the last couple of weeks uh, when uh, DeLaren was out um, to establish himself as a starter on our defense. And, and so, you know, it, it's our responsibility. And, and as I, I think it was a text message on Sunday night, I said, what do you think about playing corner? You deserve to be a starter. Um, and you also got to like a guy that, that doesn't bat an eye, you know. Um, I can't remember his exact words. But uh, anyway, uh, we was dialed into it. That's, you know, that, that, that's roll and attack the, the week and you know, continue to just get better in that. And, um, you know, I, I think he had uh, – you know, made, made some plays today and a couple others that I, I think he, he can and will make in the future. And so, um, you know, looking for playmakers in the secondary and, and trying to find the best 11 guys. And uh, like I said, I, I think he's uh, kind of established himself as, as being a starter, and it's, it's our job to find the right spot for him. John Hoover. Alex, on, uh, on the takeaways, um, t- you keep saying turnover equal victories, but you get batted balls and you get stripped balls and stuff like that. Is that, a, is that just merely effort? Is it guys doing their job? How, do, how, do you, how would you characterize that? Yeah, I would say effort and intent. You know, the, 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 the ball has a tendency not, not to come out unless you try you know, have at least some attempt at it. You know, we, we gave a, a count to them this week. Uh, we, what we did, uh, um, you know, we've kept track of strips over the course of practice, like in fall camp and some of those things. And so the, the thing we looked at this week was missed strip attempts in practice. I think on Tuesday we missed 30-some-odd strip attempts, meaning that the ball care is there. I'm around the pile. I could get a punch at her. I could rake at the thing, you know, miss those opportunities. And then one of the messages to them was, you know, how many strip attempts does it take to get one ball out? And having a healthy respect for that. Um, and, and, you know, um, so there, there's that effort, but there's that intent. It is you know, in really making a point, I think there was a, a slant caught maybe on DJ, and he's kind of, kind of, you know, stripping it out, and kind of gets drug of a few yards, and you know, okay, you're the first tackler, get it out. But you know, really use that to highlight on the, to, to the guys on the sideline, saying why on earth is he the only one, you know, hanging on to a ball carrier? Where, 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 where'd you end up, you know? Um, and so just, just constant, you know. Uh, uh, consisting on and from a messaging standpoint for us, and then making trying to put it, it, it really in the the forefront, consciously in their brains to to go do those things, and so um, it's going to have a real tell uh, here in, in the final month of the season uh, in terms of where that that, that takeaway uh, count goes for us. Brandon Drum. Hey, Alex. Uh, I asked Lincoln the same question as far as Key Lawrence and DTY. Obviously, the move with uh, key to corner his emotion that he played with uh, his physicality and then what how much difference does that make for y'all in the secondary along with dty coming back and just his ability to play up in the run game his run fits and, and obviously the screen game as well sure and, and i think you know uh for dty i think you know just the you know first game out you know hasn't has been uh, hasn't played in several weeks and, and really the first week of, of practice uh, so I thought he missed a couple opportunities early on. I think he'd feel the same way, but it was good to have him back out there. And he'll just, uh, he's been such a steady player for us and, and will, will continue to be. Um, you know, it, it, uh, 
um, it, it puts us in a position where we think we can get our 11 best guys out there. You know, maybe, maybe it's a move that you otherwise would have made four, five, six weeks ago. Maybe I don't, you know, and, and you know, um, you know, obviously, situation presented itself that we couldn't do some of those things. But uh, also, it's a message to some of the other guys: is, is you know, the, the the stakes have been raised. Um, it, it's it's week nine of the season. We're going to the final month. We got three regular season games left. Um, you know, tryouts are over. It, it's time for the the. Uh, the top guys to to uh, you know rise to the occasion, um, and and so um, you know in 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 every respect for uh, you know b- both uh, the the guys behind or guys who maybe have played some snaps uh, in the secondary, and and also for a guy like Key is you know the, we we got we got to crank this thing up a little bit, and uh, um, I, I thought there was uh, at least some semblance of. Uh, Progress made uh, today. Again, uh, we, we got to get some of those balls out now. They, they, they you know. Um, but uh, no, I, I'm. Uh, um, I think it's a, a position to get the eleven best guys on the field, and we'll continue to look at that. Are you happy with the performance of the defense after what you've seen the last few weeks? Uh, yeah, I am. I am. I'm happy. Not nine and zero. I'm happy. Barry, I haven't watched. I haven't watched the film yet, Brandon. Yeah, Alex, we, uh, you told us and we talked about uh, your chat with Isaiah Thomas coming off the field in Lawrence. Looked like he had a monster game today. He had two uh, tips and a strip sack. Um, can you, was he sort of uh, symbolic of the more aggressive tone of the defense today? Plays, seeking out the ball, it seemed like at all costs. Yeah, I think without question, I, I think he's one of those guys that uh, you know we lean on, we look to to, to, to make an impact play. And um, this regard, you know, it's one of those guys. You know, kind of you know think about uh, you know Ronnie Perkins in the past. Like, it doesn't matter the call. You know, the call has nothing to do with it. You just you just have this feeling at some point that they're going to break through and make a big play for you. And you know that that uh, uh, strip sack. You know, and, and I don't know what the scoreboard was at the point, but just, just the. Uh, the visual, you know, the, the that that's something that uh, um, you know we we talk to these guys about, you know, ha- making a play to create a moment that can create some semblance of a tidal wave in terms of you know you have no idea the impact that can have past that, you know, uh, both on your, your yourself, your career, our defense, and then the guys around you and that. And so, um, no, I mean we were talking off the field, we got to fix it, you know. I mean that that's uh, you know he's one of those guys that uh, uh, I couldn't have any more uh, respect for and. and uh, I think he's one of those guys that uh, is a great visual to, to a lot of our younger guys that maybe didn't have great uh, success early on in his career and just kept swinging, man, just kept swinging, kept working. And uh, um, we're, we're, we're obviously excited to have him. And uh, it's fun to, to, to have him, you know, or, or see the, uh, you know, some, some, some results today uh, for him. So that, that's something that we're going to need uh, this last month. Do you have any idea the ratio of how much he played inside and outside today? Uh, I'd have to look back on it. I mean, I, I think it was a little bit more inside still. Um, you know, with Jalen Redman uh, still kind of you know uh, worked him in a little bit, which was really good. Um, and, and obviously with the bye week and, and two weeks from now, expect that 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 rep count to, to go up even higher. But uh, no, that's something we'll, we'll continue to look at. I mean, obviously going into the season, I had the anticipation of him you know playing more on the outside. Haven't been able to do that as much. Um, but uh, I, I think. Uh, uh, no, I, I don't think it's coincidence that, that maybe got a little bit more production because of that. So that's something we'll continue to look to do. Myron? How tough is it to move from safety or from safety to corner uh, this late in the season? You don't usually see that anyway. She's a corner to safety. But just talk about the move uh, for Keita this late in the year. 
Okay. Yeah, no, no, you're you're absolutely right. That that that's not something that, that from a coach standpoint that that you look to do necessarily. Um, and and you know, believe me, there's a lot of conversation myself, Coach Manning, Coach Riley, you know, uh, you know, and and probably went every which way in terms of you know, t- you know, kind of coming up with. Uh, uh, you know the the positives, the negatives are pretty obvious. But but uh, you know what what the positives could possibly be for us. Um, and and you know the one thing uh, you know, uh, Coach Riley and myself, you know, they, they really came down to let's see what he thinks because this is one of those things where uh, and, and really the, the the chief thing that you know we all ask players, okay, what, what do you think? How, how we should progress? But but really like if if he balks at it, if if you say, hey, what do you think about corner? And he says, I you know. I don't know, or, or something like that. That's going to kind of speak to this late in the season. That's not. That's, it's not fair to him uh, to do something like that. But he he jumped at it um, and had no hesitation and, and went right into the work week on Monday and jumped out there and you know. Um, so that that's uh, a tall order uh, without question. And all of a sudden you go out there and you know first play the game, second play the game to try to fade you up, which they're obviously going to do. We get it. Um, but uh, you know he's one of the fastest guys on, on the team. He's physical. Um, he's only going to continue to get better, and uh, um, no, I I, uh, I think it, it, it'll be a move. You know, hopefully we look back on and say uh, it has a major impact on our, our, our secondary uh, here at the end of the year. James Hale, you know, Alex, you work with the the back end, the secondary. They made plays today. I, I didn't see a lot of people running free. It looked like they were more competitive. Your thoughts on how your back seven kind of played? Because I know the linebackers play a part of that in pass. So you know, how did you feel like everything went back there? No, I, I think uh, you know, probably mixed reviews. I mean, I, I think uh, you know, sometimes when the scoreboard starts to get tilted, obviously the ball starts going in the air more, and then you right. know, so, some of the the slant game and that. I thought we were in the competitive situations. Yep. Uh, to make a play on the ball, obviously the, the first touchdown of the game, you got a corner in place, the safety uh, on top. Uh, you know, we we got th- those ones are they got to be ours, man. They they got to be, and 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 we haven't made enough of those over the course of the season. Um, but um, no, I, I I thought there there just was a, a little bit more of an aggressive mindset, maybe. Um, again, we'll look at the film. Um, I, I I thought. Uh, um, and then that's a starting point. I, 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 and, and why, why now? Why, where's, where's that been necessarily? Um, you know, it, it, uh, um, in, in some cases, there's been young players trying to, trying to figure it out, you know, thrust in the roles that they, they didn't anticipate, we didn't anticipate, and play more snaps than maybe we thought. But uh, no, I, I, uh, I think it's a step. I do. I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, again, the numbers get a little bit skewed. You throw on another 50, 60 yards uh, there at the end of the game. But uh, um, no, I, I think uh, I just keep circling competitive at the catch point. You know, and and and, and um, it's it's you're not going to make them all, but uh, a little bit more violence at at, at that point, but uh, um, can 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 really make an impact. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. Time for two more, Kerry. Uh, hey, Alex. Um, I know um, I, it was a Kansas State game. I think when you kind of you know voiced your frustrations of practice habits and things like that. Um, how much does this game, you know, a game like this mean for you uh, in, in seeing guys like, you know, veterans like Justin Fields and Pat or Justin Brawls and, and Pat Fields make plays to kind of, you know, now you can kind of go back to your guys that, that aren't having the great practice habits to, 
to say I'm not just yelling at you for no reason. Well, it's it's a great point, and I think there's a lot of truth in that. And and you know, really, what it comes down to is when you say, okay, what's not a great practice? And, and, and you know that 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 the we go out there and we have no effort or something along those lines, we'd have bigger issues. And believe me, we wouldn't be you know what at, at eight and oh, seven and oh, six and oh, if, we, if we're not giving any effort at practice. It, it's you know, there's a difference between hard work and competitive work. You know, you, you, you've got to make, there's got to be intent to be competitive. It, it's, I, I am scratching and clawing every single day in practice, not just to prepare for that particular opponent, but also get better at my craft, knowing that the speed of the game, the physicality of the game is coming on Saturday. Um, you, you can do hard stuff and run around and, and check the box and, and, okay, this is how they line up. This is the call I'm going to have to make. Um, but 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 you you can do those things without really really the 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 intent of competitiveness you know and the respect for the the, the game of football understanding that uh, you know if you if you're not going a thousand miles an hour over the course of the week and it's seven days between physical reps and uh, intentional uh, reps of, of your technique and your craft um, you know the your your habits are going to catch up with you at some point and so that that was really the message is is that's not don't get lost in I oh I work hard. It, it's making sure that uh, there, there's intention behind those things that I'm doing to uh, to prepare to, to, to play my ultimate uh, my ultimate game each and every Saturday. That's what's required uh, in this sport, and um, so it. Uh, I think it is a good visual for the guys, and and, and making sure that uh, geez, an intentional week of practice turns into a little bit more intentional performance, and um, and, and you're never where you want to be necessarily, but. Uh, um, hopefully uh, speaks to a little bit more of a visual as opposed to just a, a coach, as you, as you mentioned, a coach just barking at you saying it's not good enough. Also, uh, I hope you understand this comes from a joking uh, perspective, but why did it take Isaiah Thomas so long to figure out he was so tall and that he could bat down passes at the line of scrimmage? No, I know. And, and, and you know, that's one of those things when, when you talk about being on the inside versus outside, that, that a lot of that – has has something to do with that, you know. On the inside, you can kind of get you know you're mashing so much, you know. Uh, if if you look over and, and not saying that a, a defense tackle can't get a handle on football, but um, you know on, on those edges, especially in three step drop game, so often it, it's on that perimeter. So to to have an edge guy, you know, throw a paw up there, uh, obviously has a huge impact. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. Last one back to Ryan Aver. Yeah, Alex, you touched on it a little bit earlier talking about Isaiah, but uh, Jalen Redman. Uh, what do you make of his game tonight, uh, you know, even in, like you said, uh, limited action? And how important can he be for this defense here moving forward after the bye week? Well, you know, I, I don't want to put too much on him, um, you know, it's, but, uh, you know, he, he's been uh, an impactful guy in, in his career here. Um, obviously, we were out of him a year ago and, 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 you know, really put in a lot of work. You talk about a guy more intentional and, you know, using that, that same term. You know, really saw a guy in, uh, you know, in spring and fall uh, with, with the intention of, of getting better at his craft. You know, he was not one of those guys. You know, he didn't just come back. You know, uh, and and all of a sudden, you know, I'm back, guys, and then uh, kind of fall in the line. I mean, I, I think he's one of those guys that that you know really worked at it and then practiced, uh, you know, harder and then and, and practiced in like a guy that hadn't played in a year. You know, and had a healthy respect for the game and and um, was really progressing for us and had an impact for us early on in the year and. And then he's off the field again, and then you feel so you feel for him because that's kind of been the story of his career so far. Is just uh, you know kind of up and down just from an injury standpoint. So no, I mean we're gonna we're gonna ask a lot of him here in this this last month. There's no doubt about it. And and uh, you know obviously the other guys around him got to play uh, 
uh, to a standard as well. But I think it's also a visual for some of those other those inside guys. All of a sudden, the rep count goes a little bit uh, uh, the other way for you, you know. And, and so, um, you know, the, the idea being that you played that much better uh, football and also it, it you better practice that much better, you know, knowing that uh, you're going to split those, those, those reps uh, uh, there's one more slice to the pie type of deal. So, uh, now we're excited. Believe me, they're, they're seeing 31 out there. That uh, make, makes you make, makes you uh, awfully happy defensively. Isaiah Thomas had his hands in the passing lane, tipped a couple of passes, had the strip sack. The IT department was open. See Matt with the media. Hey, Isaiah, both Lincoln and Alex um, talked a lot this week about you know some of the, the veteran guys stepping up and having a big week on the practice field and on the field. Uh, how do you think you guys did attack in the week? And then obviously, um, what did this performance do for you guys as a whole? Uh, definitely attacked the week. And uh, the way we performed translated to how we practiced. I mean, we had a different way of how we uh, practiced this week. I mean, we still practiced with energy, effort, and execution. But we added some things in there, switched up some periods, and uh, added some more co- competition to just get those those juices flowing and those competitive uh, urges to go. And it translated uh, <clears throat> out there on the field as a whole team, offense, defense, and special teams. And it was fun to see and fun to be out there. So the plans that they lay out in front of us, you know, it always works. It's just it uh, falls on us as players to execute it. Go to Jason Kersey, The Athletic. Yeah, Isaiah, how, how badly would you say the team uh, as a whole needed a day like this where you were pretty thoroughly dominant on all sides of the ball? Um, can you talk a bit about what a, what a performance like this can mean for the team? Uh, you know, it's very uplifting. You know, it, it's very motivating as well because when we see what we are capable of and still have things to get better at, it's just like, wow, like, you know, the – you know, the, the, the sky's the limit for us, you know. But, uh, I mean, obviously we're 9-0 now, so what we've done in the past was good enough to get us those wins, but obviously it wasn't good enough for our standards. And we decided to finally, you know, put our foot down and be like, let's play the way we know how to play. Obviously it wasn't perfect by any means, but, you know, we played the best we played all season uh, as a team, and it was fun to be out there. And, I mean, as you guys know, that we, we dominated on all three sides of the ball. Thanks, man. Go to Bob Prisbillo. Isaiah, is it hard to go into a bye week when we have a game like this, or is it just at the right time now? Uh, 100% at the right time. You know, I believe everything happens for a reason. And for us to play this well and to have a bye week after this and be able to have more time to, pre- uh, to prepare for the next game that we have and to, you know, have a feel-good week, you know, not to have anything lax- lackadaisical or anything like that, so to speak, but to know that we played a, the, the best that we played all season performance-wise and also having an extra week to prepare and rest and get our body right, you know, it just gives us a chance to play how we did today but better. So it's exciting, you know, right time, perfect time. So, you know, I wouldn't question it at all. Eric Bailey, Tulsa World. Isaiah, congratulations. Uh, you've played a lot of football here. Uh, November is a special month. Is that something that you're going to really, with so many new players on defense making impacts, is that something you tell those new players about? It's the importance of the month of November, taking it one week at a time, but knowing that's when this team has really uh, played its best football in the last couple of years. Oh, 100%. Uh, actually, Nick Benito, it was like 30 seconds on the clock, you know, game was over. Nick Benito said it's time for uh, – it's time for a championship November. And Coach Wiley was like, I'm already in championship November. So, you know, the older guys that's been here, and, you know, even the coaches that know, it's like, like it's just a different aura around here. You know, it's just a different environment, different type of uh, atmosphere. And for us as a team, we know, like, we got to play our best ball because it's what we do here. It's not just something we say. It's a culture. And you can see that with recent teams that we play our best football in the month of November. And we're going to try to, you know, let the young guys know that. But as you know, we want to show them that opposed to just telling them that. So that's what we're going to do, do our best to do after this bye week. Go to Justin Martinez, Jeff Holman. Hey, Isaiah, appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Yeah. I want to ask you about Caleb Williams, six passing touchdowns in this one. Just what's it been like to see 
his progression since taking over the starting spot? Because you're really getting to see him grow up kind of here on the field. Uh, it's, it's definitely something that's unprecedented, you know, for, at least from my uh, perspective. Never seen nothing like it. You know, I know they, they call him Superman and all that, but I called him Houdini today because, I mean, he was making some stuff happen that I ain't that I ain't think that was uh, able to happen. I and mean, he was making a way out of nowhere. I was impressed by his performance. I mean, what what makes it so exciting is that he's only a freshman. And, you know, I, I think that's exciting because, I mean, he has a lot to learn, a lot to grow on. And, I mean, he can only get better because, I mean, he's definitely not at his peak. But for him to be where he's at as a freshman is really impressive. And, I mean, I, I can't say I can't say that a lot for a lot of freshmen that I've seen play that, uh, that position. So, I mean, he's a special kid, man, and I, I love that guy. Appreciate it, Isaiah. Yeah. Got time for one more for IT. Let's go to Parker too. Yeah, Isaiah, obviously you were pretty directly responsible for two of the turnovers today. I mean, you basically took the ball out of Donovan Smith's hands there on the fumble recovery, and then he got the hands up. And we talked to Pat Fields just a second ago, and he basically gave you all the credit for the interception. So uh, I want to ask you more specifically about uh, getting hands on passes because, yeah. as I recall, you guys had several deflections at the line of scrimmage. Was that a point of emphasis this past week in practice? Is that something that you guys are trying to take a step up towards doing more? Yeah, yeah, that's funny you ask that because, I mean, uh, as you know, I'm uh, primarily a DT right now, defensive tackle, and I've been with Coach Tibbs a lot. And Coach Tibbs is harping on. He said that we haven't had a pass deflection from this room yet. You know, we got to get hands on the ball. And I mean, he emphasized that. He's, and uh, Coach Kane, you know, I'm very fortunate enough to be in both rooms at times. And uh, Coach Kane would always say there's several ways to affect the quarterback. That's uh, hitting the quarterback, getting pressure on him, sacking him, and getting hands on the ball. You helped out the secondary. And today, you know, it's just a point of emphasis. I knew but with the way that they ran their offense, you know, I'm a student of the game. I watched it a lot. And they ran a lot of quick games and a lot of RPO, so I knew that we weren't going to have as many opportunities to pass rush, especially as an interior D lineman. So I know that when that ball comes out quick with slants and stuff like that or drag routes, you got to get your hands up on the ball and get a pass deflection and tips and overthrows, you know, it could lead to interceptions. And so it did, and Pat was in the right place at the right time, man, and he, uh, he, he had to do it. He had to do it. Key Lawrence shifted outside. We saw a lot of Key at corner, and despite getting a little dinged up early in the game, he was solid. Yeah, he you know, just kind of take us through the, the positions change and, and how much of a, a challenge that was for you over the week, and, and how do you think it went today? Um, I think it went pretty good. I'm starting off with that. Um, just understanding. I preach on this a lot. Um, it's understanding that we have to know every position. Know, like anything can happen at any point in time. Coach Grinch wants that uh, to rely on us to understand that we have to adapt to any situation, whether it's the next man up. So, I mean, this week I just felt like it was a big deal for me to uh, take a, take take advantage of my opportunity this week and capitalize and keep building on the, the previous days and just keep building on practices and stuff like that. So, go to Bob Prisbillo. You make the switch, and then Turner Yell comes back. How, how important was it to have T.Y. Uh, back again? I think it was a, a big thing for us defensively because uh, he's a, a captain for us on the defensively. Uh, he brings in a lot of juice, a lot of energy, and he plays with a lot of uh, uh, edge that we need on that defense. So I think it was a, a tremendous thing to, for us, um, and it was amazing just to have him out there with me, just seeing him back there. So, uh, Eric Bailey, Tulsa World. Hey, Key, it's been a real physical stretch of football for your team, playing nine straight weeks. How much are you looking forward to having a week off finally and kind of resting up for November? And has, has any of your teammates told you about just the importance of the month of November for this football? <laughs> I mean, I'm just um, <laughs> first off, I'm very happy that we have this bye week coming up. <laughs> just start off with that. But, uh, yes, of course, my teammate has uh, told us a lot about championship November and how we compete. So, and then – Actually, this week we had cranked up a lot just just by like understanding that it's time for us to flip that switch, and I think we uh, made that impact today, and we and we made a little we made a little good run today. So yeah. Uh, Jeff Hall, Fox Sports.
Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Happy of course. Weekend. You too. Go to Chandler Hey, Keith. Appreciate your time today. Wanted to ask you about Isaiah Thomas's performance today. Obviously, he was over the field, uh, knocked a few passes down, forced a fumble, and recovered it. What do you think about him out there? Love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially it's big for him because uh, this past, we haven't been playing good as a defense. And for them to be um, being so physical and playing with their edge up front, it means a lot to us, especially on the back end. So I love his plays, man. He, Like I said uh, previously, uh, he has a motor that nobody else has. He has their drive. The, he's humble. Like, I mean, it's, it's big for him and the team as well. So. Thanks, man. Go, sure. go to uh, Lee Benson. Hey, Key, I was listening to the radio broadcast as I was watching the game here, and Teddy Lehman uh, mentioned that I, you know, I can't even explain to you guys how difficult it is to switch from safety to cornerback, talking about you. Mm -hmm. And from your perspective, I know that you've played corner before. I know you got recruited to Tennessee as a corner, and you did a little bit both there. But from your perspective, playing those two positions, what are the differences? Do, do you agree? Is it pretty difficult going from safety to corner? Yeah, I do agree. It's, been, it's, it's very difficult just because – you have to understand you can't be as aggressive as you wanted to as safety, but you have to like learn a different type of technique. Got to be more patient. Got to have hands. Footwork got to be a totally different. So it's just a it's just a big switch that you have to learn and adapt to. So it, and the coaches believe in me in practices. We've been practicing all day, extra meetings, extra film, uh, extra work outside of practices, uh, whatever we have to do just to get ready for this game. And uh, I just put it all in the works of my coaches. So thank you. Of course. Go to uh, Parker too. Icky, you want to go back to the first play of the game because you're out there making your first start at corner. They go right after you with that shot down the field. It looks for a moment like the receiver has the ball secured, and then you punch it out at the very end. How big was that play in terms of your confidence and as well as uh, stealing what looked to be a big momentum changer away from the other team? Um, I mean, I, I expected shots from me just because of the switch, so, but uh, it wasn't really nothing unexpected. Uh, I, I felt like it was a big thing for me because I'm honestly confidence gonna always be there whether he caught it or not. Like uh, I practice too much for this, I work too hard for it, so it's just gonna be the next rep for me. But uh, I think it's a good play. Um, but other than that, I mean, just football, I guess. Speaking of solid, Pat Fields got the pick and then had to apologize. Went over and made sure the cheerleader was okay that he ran into when he got pushed out of bounds. Here's the Sooner senior captain talking about the win. Hey, Pat, just uh, seemed like a pretty great day all around for you guys. Can you talk a little bit about did, did the team did the team need this kind of a win today, a, a thorough, complete team victory? Uh, definitely. I think it's something that Coach Riley emphasized uh, going into this week. He had, he kind of held multiple um, players players meeting where you know him only him was in the in the room no other coaches and he kind of just talked to us about you know the importance of practice the importance of competing harder having like a greater appreciation for the game enjoying the game and I think if you look at this game if anything you'll see like the excitement level uh, the entire game you know the sideline was energized guys on the field were energized and I think that bled into our play and how we played because guys were more excited they were fly, flying around playing faster. And then <clears throat> I think we kind of just went back to the simplest of things, you know, going out there on the football field and having fun. You think about, like, little kids. Little kids make crazy plays, like, you know, uh, Darby's catch all the time, you know what I mean, just because they're out there having fun, they're competing so hard. And I think that's the biggest thing we did this week. Thank you, Pat. Go to Justin Martinez, the Oklahoma. Hey, Pat, appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Obviously, interceptions are something that's been talked about a lot with the guys this season, the lack of them. 
how much of a weight off your shoulders was it to be able to get two of them today? Um, it was huge, and I think uh, with, with turnovers, they're kind of like momentum, momentum based. You know what I mean? Once you get one turnover, you, it kind of like starts uh, the, the rolling ball effect, I guess you could say. Um, and then everybody kind of just starts making plays. You know, the ball seems to start coming out a little bit more. But I think it's it just a testament to how how hard we've been working over the past couple of weeks. Obviously, we haven't held up to our standard of forcing takeaways. But I think if you go back and watch tape, guys have been punching the balls. Guys have been aggressive, trying to go get the ball. And today, you know, we kind of had that breakthrough. And if Coach Grinch, he, um, he actually pointed out that at this time last year, you know, um, Whenever we were going into the Tech game, we were at this very same point in terms of takeaways. And then from that Tech game on, you know, whenever T. Wood had the two interceptions, we started forcing takeaways on another level. And then he kind of pointed that out to us. And um, hopefully, you know, we, we keep that momentum going. And it's similar to last year. And, you know, we get this takeaway train rolling. Appreciate it. Go to Eric Bailey, Tulsa World, followed by Bob Prince. Congratulations, first of all. Uh, I wanted to ask you, just after playing nine weeks of football, you can finally rest. And how, how big is that to finally get that break after going this long without a bye week? Um, I think it's kind of interesting because from one perspective, it's like um, I want to keep on playing. You know what I mean? I love the game. I love playing. I love going out there, just seeing the fans. And then I think uh, just me personally – I never thought I'd be here. I never thought I'd be playing at a university like this. So I appreciate every single moment. Um, so, like, part of me wants to keep on playing, but then again, part of me knows and understands that it's good, you know, for our bodies to have a break. Um, I think we just got to be intentional about the bye week. Uh, even though it's a bye week and we're, we're not playing, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done. And then, you know, whenever we come back from that bye week, we're going to have three monster games to finish it against three amazing and really good teams, you know, in Baylor, Iowa State, and Okie State. So um, we're just going to make the most of that bye week and uh, – you know, appreciate, you know, going home and seeing our families and things like that. But, you know, we still want to go back and play. Pat, thanks. You have a good weekend, man. You as well. Hey, Pat, another week, another position switch. Just talk about what Key Lawrence was able, was able to do today. Um, It's big. And I think that kind of just showed – that's a testament to, like, how, how good uh, the depth is here. And, you know, Key, Key was able to come in and play corner. You know, I think he had finished the game with two PBUs. Um, we thought, you know, he got a pass interference call at, at the end. But, I mean, I think he played extremely well. And then even, you know, just guys like Billy. You know, Billy's a, been a guy that's, as a freshman, we've trusted him enough to, you know, take a starting job at nickel and take a starting job at corner at, you know, an elite program. And that's something that's not really seen very often, especially to start at two different positions in the season. But I think that just shows the excitement that we have about the program and, you know, where we're heading because we have young guys who can come in and do that immediately. We have young guys who can, you know, embrace whatever role we throw them or whatever task we throw at them. Go to Ryan Chapman. Hey, Pat, what do you see out of your defensive line today? Not a, a sack, but plenty of hurries. They have their hands up in passing lanes. How much does that help you guys out there on the back end uh, against an offense that want to throw around a lot? Um, it's just huge. And then Coach Grinch always, like, shows – whenever he, we go over and we watch, like, the NFL takeaways from uh, the previous week, that's the that t tends to be the common theme. You know, whenever there's interceptions, it's because uh, D-line gets knocked back and they maybe get a handoff. And then, you know, the, the quarterback has to put a little bit, air, a little bit more air under the throw. Um, but it's just big. You know, the D-line, they came out and played well. But I think the biggest thing is as us collectively as a team, we went and practiced extremely hard. Everything that you've seen in the game, you know, we did. We made more plays than that in practice. Um, we strained harder in practice. Um, and that being said, you know, whenever the game comes, 
it's easier in the sense that, you know, we're trained to do that. We're trained to play fast and play aggressive and get penetration, and get knocked back. So it's huge for us. And, uh, you know, the, that's probably one of the more dominant games the D-lines play and the takeaway margin, you know, shows that. Go to Chandler Engelbred and then Pat Platoon after that. Chandler? Hey, Pat, really appreciate your time today. Uh, wanted to ask you about Spencer Rabler. Obviously, he came back out there uh, in the fourth quarter as the team captain and you got a standing ovation. Uh, what was it like seeing him roll back out there and just play the way that he did? Um, I thought I thought it was huge, and I loved it for him just because like Spence, Spence is like a really good dude, and um, you know he's just done a, done a great job. And I think uh, one of our one of the things on our our twelve standards is just you know do your job and then you know do your all for the team. And I think Spence has done that. Uh, you know, over the course of this year, he's come in. He's been a been a great guy. He's helped uh, Caleb with things. He's helped kind of give Caleb his experience, things like that. He stayed positive, you know, kind of like talking, being a little bit more competitive in practice and things like that. So uh, I just love, you know, uh, seeing him, seeing him go out there and make a couple plays, make a couple of throws that we're all used to seeing, um, and everybody, you know, celebrating him. Appreciate it. One more for, uh, for Pat from Parker yeah, Pat, I kind of want to throw two different things at you. One, if you could just take us through what happened on your interception and how that play unfolded. And then secondly, curious, you guys obviously had the Larry and Turner yell back today for the first time in a month. So what kind of a difference did he make in terms of leadership and in terms of just overall electricity out there on the field? Um, with the interception, I think it was just like a, a heck of a play by IT, getting a lot of knockback, getting a lot of penetration, um, him deflecting the ball. And then, you know, me, I just went and got it. Um, IT really was the one that, that did, you know, most of the work on the play. He was the one that really made it, honestly. The ball kind of hung, hung up in the air for a while. So I think even a D lineman could have caught it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so shout out to IOT, IT for that one. Um, and then in terms of just having trouble back, it, it helps a lot because, you know, you have that experience back. Um, and then on top of, you know, the type of player he is, you know, one thing that we can expect from 32 is he's going to play fast. He's going to run fast the ball. He's going to strain. He's going to come. He's going to put his hat on people. Um, and he's going to shoot a shot every single down. So I think in terms of, you know, having him back there just helped a lot with the communication, putting guys at ease because, you know, having a guy like him back there, he's forecasting the motions and the shifts before they even happen, communicating beforehand, which puts the backers at ease and, and subsequently puts the D-line at ease. And finally, Justin Broyles. We talked to him for the press conference show this week. Big performance from Justin Broyles. He had a pick as well. Justin, congratulations, first of all. Just want to get your thoughts on almost really having kind of a statement game today defensively with what you guys were all able to do to put together. First and foremost, just want to say hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be here without my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But uh, statement game, I mean, you can call it what you want. I feel like it was just another game. You know what I'm saying? But uh, We just did what we we did what we were supposed to do, you know what I'm saying? We we dominated our job, you know, the first two letters of dominate is D-O, do. And I felt like we did that, and you know what I'm saying? It showed it showed today, you know, that's that's not the first time we could have played like that, but I mean, we just executed our job, you know what I'm saying? We prepared a lot better, we respect the game more, and it showed tonight. Justin, thanks, man. You have a good weekend, okay? You do the same. Go to Ryan Chapman. Hey, Justin, how do you guys balance um, rolling with this momentum of a great week of preparation, but also just trying to heal up on the bye week after playing nine straight weeks? Man, recovery is a part of the preparation, you know what I'm saying? So now we just got to shift our focus. Well, not even so much shift our focus. Whatever our schedule is like, whatever we have planned, you know, whether it's a practice, whether it's a recovery session, you know, we shift our focus and we uh, 
and we attack that same focus. We att we attack the same recovery with the same amount of focus we would the practice field. You know, so it's really not so much two separate things. Nah, the preparation requires recovery because you know what I'm saying you practicing, you still got to recover. You doing extra work, you still got to recover. So now it's just we got a little more time to do a, a, a little more recovery. You know what I'm saying? So it's still a part of preparation. It's not just a bye week. No, it's just it's just a week. It's just a week of preparation without a game. So. Go to Parker Thune. Justin, it's your fifth year here at the University of Oklahoma, and you finally got your first interception. So just tell me how that one felt, and were there times over the years where you wondered if you'd ever get one like that? No, I ain't no, no, doubt. I don't do doubt. I ain't, I ain't doubt it not once. I, I knew that time was coming. I, I, I knew I'd be able to sit here one day and say, yeah, I'm, I made plays. And uh, to get the first one, you know, it was, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a great feeling. Don't want to uh, – don't want to uh, – Minimize something, you know, some some God blessed me with, you know what I'm saying? Because he could have gave it to somebody else, but you know, he knows he knows I'm hungry for more. He, he knows I've, I've been here five years too long, and it's it's, it's a lot on me. That's that that nah, that 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 that, that wasn't my stand to come in. Just maybe I could get one pick. I never thought, dang, will I ever get a pick? Now I knew it was coming, and and, and to be continued. Let's just say that. Thanks, Justin. Yup. Go to uh, Chandler Engelbrand and then Justin Martinez after that. Hey, Justin, really appreciate your time today. Just wanted to get your thoughts on Isaiah Thomas's performance, just like you. He's a guy who's been around here forever, and yeah, he really balled out today. So what did you think about him? I ain't going to say too much because he's really sitting right here. And, you know, I appreciate He started chuckling, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, that's SIT. That's, that's what he do. Like, like, I don't, like, I don't know if y'all expected something weak or something better, like, that's the type of player he is. Like that's what you saw today. Everybody in America know it. That's who Isaiah Thomas is. So, I mean, they really not. It's not no man. It you played great. Like it you was being it today. Almost real. Like I'm looking at him. He's shaking his. Cause that's he know he know that's the level that he played. That's the level that he performed at. So it really wasn't no surprise to anybody or me. It was just I mean, it being it. That's how we see. It. That's how I see it at least. Like, Thanks, man. Yep. Got time for one more for, for Justin, guys. Let's go to Justin Martinez. Hey, Justin. Appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Yo, yo. I want to ask you about Spencer Rattler. Obviously, a really cool moment with him down the stretch there. Just to see what he's had to go through these past few weeks, obviously being in a sideline role now, to have that moment right there, just how cool was that to see for you? Oh, man, it, it, it was real cool. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just that's a, that's a part of this game. You know what I'm saying? You come in, you don't play as well. Somebody steps in, somebody may get your role, but then it's it's all about how do you respond. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 where where do you go from there? Like Spencer could have went two ways. He could have went left or he could have went right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and let's say left was the self pity role. You know what I'm saying? And right was the stay confident, stay ready, stay poised role. And that's and that's a testament to see you you know how mentally tough he is. You know what everybody scrutinizing and what everybody what everybody throwing logs to add to his fire that's burning inside of him. You know that that's a testament to his mentality. That's not. A testament, oh man, Spencer Rattler, man, that's really good to see. Nah, to me, that's more a testament that yo, you 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 really you really mentally tough. You you really got a lot of grit to you, because you could have went two directions, especially with everybody doing it and how well young boy performing and all that. Like you could you could see your situation is completely, it's something negative, it's something self pity, it's something no nobody, or you could sit down, you could just keep grinding, keep seeing you in the weight room, keep going, keep coming in for extra. And you know that's the thing that really stands out to me. Not so much to throw the performance because I knew if, if I knew if he would have got in, he would have did it. Like it was just gonna be a matter of time for everybody to see him come back in and and everybody remember who Spencer Rattler was. So let's not let's not act like Spencer Rattler wasn't Spencer Rattler for you know what I'm saying for whatever reason. But that's just to me. It was more of a testament to yo how mentally like how mentally tough 
this kid is. You know what I'm saying? And just really a lot, of, just a little, a little bit of inspiration. Understand that, yo, just keep going, keep taking one step at a time. Just watching him do the same. Just took took a step at a time, and he stepped up. He did what he was supposed to do. He did his job, made plays, and was doing what Spencer Rattler do. So that's how I see that. So we go into the bye week. Everyone kind of recharge. We got basketball, women's basketball tipping off here in a few moments. Men's hoops playing on Friday. So we've got a actually their regular season is what a week from Friday when they get things going. So we've got a lot to get ready for. We got a lot to talk about, but we also have got a chance to enjoy an incredible start. Nine and zero for Oklahoma Sooner football. Uh, no live podcast this week, but Toby and I will still join you on Tuesday. Talk a little basketball, recap this Texas Tech win. Kind of a laid-back week here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Thank you for making our October the most downloaded month in the history of the Sooner Sports Podcast. I'm just very grateful for your support. Continue to leave the five-star reviews. Continue to share the word, and we'll continue to bring you solid Sooner content right here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Enjoy the win, and until Tuesday, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.